What's up, guys? Adam Carr here with episode six of Horribly Hollywood Single, brought to you by AfterBuzz TV. Some of the worst dating stories told by some of the best guests in Hollywood. And speaking of guests, I have the brilliantly hysterical Jasmine Carter up next. I'm Maria Chavez, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back on this glorious Monday. I was stuck in a bit of traffic today to get here. I'm sorry that we're starting a little later, but I'll tell you what, we're bringing some absolute funny business to this show. This is, of course, Horribly Hollywood Single. We are talking about bad dumpster fire dating scenes unique to Los Angeles. Dating everywhere sucks, but dating in Los Angeles just sucks harder. Trust me. Uh, So before we get started into everything crazy today, I want to introduce a very special guest. Uh, She's from my hometown of Cleveland. This is very... Very special to me. She's the first female winner of the Cleveland Comedy Festival. She just won first place at Uncle Clyde's Comedy Festival in Flappers. She also has a hysterical new special, Too Much Head. I listened to it over the weekend. I love it. You can find it on iTunes and Amazon. Everybody, please give it up for Jasmine Carter. Hello. What's going on? How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. First off, I want to say uh, thank you so much. You're very sweet. You're very kind. Thank you. Because uh, I did a terrible taboo thing today. I showed up late. That's okay. And you were absolutely wonderful, and you were so sweet for the rest of my life. I'll just say (laughs) no matter what. She was kind, she was sweet, she was gracious, so thank you. No problem. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah? I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. So you have some bad dates? Yeah. Things that have happened? Yeah. Anything, uh, by the way, we're both from Cleveland. Yes. So, well, I grew up in Solon. I grew up in Maple Heights. Maple Heights? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Right around the corner, kind of. Yeah, a little, a little bit. Drive. What, 20, 30 minutes? Yeah. If that? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, right yeah. around Shaker, yeah. right around yeah, the Cleveland there. Heights. Yeah, my dad yeah. was Cleveland Heights. My mom went to Brush High School. Oh, we didn't like them. We didn't. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. That's fine. Nobody does. Uh, <laughs> nobody. Nobody does. Nobody likes them. Nobody likes them. And then how long have you been out here uh, from Cleveland? Uh, July 2018. So oh, wow. Year and a half. Oh, yeah. nice. Very nice. Yeah, I've been and out here. you just been doing comedy the whole time, comedy. stand-up? Mm-hmm. Nice. I didn't say I was making money, but yeah, I I've, been, I've been out here <laughs> doing something. You're doing your dream. You're doing yeah. what matters. Yep, that's um, it. That's absolutely fantastic. I listened to your special over the weekend. I loved it. Thank you. Um, I love how honest you are about stuff. I love that uh, huge part of... Um, your con seems to be talking about real life stuff, including mm-hmm. uh, you had a condition, you still have a condition, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, Chiari uh, malformation, malformation yeah. uh, which I was reading up on a little bit. Um, that sounds just what a wealth source of material that yeah. must be, first off. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> But Still learning about it, I guess. That's crazy, yeah. Were you, uh, sorry, just were you recently diagnosed or was this from when you were younger? It was very recent. Very so, recent. Like, as of January 2018, I found out that I had it or had it forever. Right. Yeah. And so I guess for our listeners or viewers out there right now, Chiari malformation is actually where the, um, from my research, what I did, uh, as my father would say, I'm not a doctor, but I could play one on TV. Yeah. So let me see if I got this uh, correct. It's basically where the brain is outgrowing past the skull and it grows down into the um, spinal column. So it can push up against spinal fluid, mm-hmm. basically creates uh, 
a friction of space between your spine and your tonsils. So mm-hmm. there's an incredible amount of pressure mm-hmm. going on. Yes. So, that's, so just for the longest time, did you just think you had the world's worst headaches? And then it you finally went in? It wasn't was headaches anything? for me. It was like uh, numbness, like numbness. On, the, on the right side of my body and like my heart palpitations. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I'm very healthy. I know I'm not having a stroke. I yeah. know that's not happening. You're very so, healthy. Yeah. I work out a lot. So yeah. that's what, what did it for me. And then my head would feel like burning. Yeah. In the back, it wasn't. It didn't hurt. It was just like if you put icy hot on the back of your head. Whoa. Yeah. So and then I was like, okay, well, I guess we go to the doctor. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things because in your special you say I carry my formation. I uh, just you know had recent surgery, and you go well. Usually people applaud when you have like a life threatening. Yeah. Of, that's just uh, to me. First off, that that's got to be absolutely nuts. But um, you, you must have such an appreciation then of life of everything oh, that you yeah. have because most people don't get to have that chance. To see how special I think life is. Yeah, I, I wasn't about to die, but yeah, yeah. I, I definitely <laughs> looked at like. Not saying she was going to die. She was absolutely was fine. Not going to die. It was uh, not going to die at all. Perfect. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I did appreciate stuff more because I've always been healthy. And yeah. then when you're when you go from being healthy to not, you're like, okay, well, well, I took for granted all these things. Sure. And you got to learn to, you know, when you're young, you just go, 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 go. But yeah. now I have to slow down. I have to move so much slower oh, yeah. than I've ever moved in my life. So Jeez, just okay. trying to learn to do that. Well, I, guess. I can't wait to see what you do as you keep doing. You're hysterical. I was watching a bunch of your videos over the weekend. Thank you. I love everything you do. It's like just a fresh perspective, point of view. Thank you. Very, very funny. Um, so speaking of, you say out of control. Uh, yes. I thought I'd uh, grease the wheels here a little bit with uh, bad LA date stuff. Yes. Um, it is. Uh, it's December. We're yeah. getting into that Christmas time, mm-hmm. right? It gets a little colder, and mm-hmm. by colder I mean fifty-five degrees. Yeah. Oh man, freezing. Which we don't deal with. Uh, do you feel, I feel like my blood got thinner moving out here from uh, Cleveland because I was used to like cold but with humidity. Yeah. And then now it's just cold, dry air, like yeah. that desert air. Yeah. Which I think kills us. Uh, I mean, I'm still doing all right because I'm always hot. Oh, there so you go. it doesn't matter. And I've only been here a year, so I haven't. Uh, oh, you haven't gotten blood, weakened. Haven't, yeah, not yet. I mean, it's some days, like, because I live in the valley. Some days it's, it's oh, kind of cold. It's like 30 some degrees in the valley sometimes. Where do you where do you live in the valley? In Northridge. Northridge? Yeah. I lived in Encino yeah. for a long time. There's actually, I'm going to tell a little story here. Takes place very close to Northridge. Yes. Um, so there's, uh, let's see, there's a bar, I think, called Paladinos, which is on Reseda. Okay. Somewhere it's in the valley, mm-hmm. um, and it's on I think off of either White Oak or Reseda. But anyway, I used to venture this bar quite often. Okay. This is about seven, eight years ago when I was single, horribly Hollywood, as it, I would say. Um, and uh, there was this. I, I, this is this sounds terrible. So uh, for my fiance, family members who are listening right now, earmuffs. Um, can't remember her name. I'm just going to go with Mexican Milf because I think that's oh. what I saved her as on my phone. God. Uh, <laughs> so sorry. So we would uh, we would meet up. Uh, you know, every couple weeks. Okay. Uh, I buy us some drinks. All right. Uh, you know, I'd do uh, my three to four shots of uh, Jameson, whatever I was doing at the time. She'd grab something. we fool around, do some stuff in the car. I'm saying maybe something happened. Maybe it, it always happened. Um, but, you know, that was just a, a blossoming. I was, you know, late 20s. She mm-hmm. was early 40s. Uh, so yeah. anyway. We're uh, we're celebrating. I, I could feel at this time that maybe this relationship, if you could call it that, was uh, winding down, yeah. so to speak. I think we were celebrating. I was giving her shots because, like, her daughter had just turned 21 or something. <laughs> so that was something we were celebrating. <laughs> and uh, it was karaoke night. Okay. And there was, a, uh, there was another couple, I remember, across from us. And this big, bald Mexican dude gets up, 
sings a song. Mm-hmm. He's terrible. Mm-hmm. Butchers it, right? So I get up and I do uh, Robin Williams' rendition of Friend Like Me from Aladdin, right? Okay. That's my go-to. That's my jam. <laughs> so I do that. And then I come off stage. And I'm getting ready to say goodbye, take the Mexican milk, go get, like, you know, write out the check, do everything. And there's this cute girl that's with the big, bald Mexican dude, right? Seriously. Very cute. So I come off stage and I go, oh, your, your boyfriend did a great job singing, right? And I like, good, good for him. And she's like, well, he's not my boyfriend and you actually did much better. Oh. So I'm like, oh, interesting. It seems like I've been given an, an invitation. So I tell her, all right, well, uh, why don't we continue this talk some other time and <laughs> I can take you out and, uh, you know, we can talk more. She goes, great. So she takes out her phone. She gives me her number, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm taking down her digits just as this big, bald dude comes back. So I'm like, oh, he kind of gives me a look, but I'm like, ah, whatever, like maybe they're brother or sister, who knows. And uh, I go to the bar, I'm paying for everything, and of course I start texting her. Mm-hmm. Classy stuff. I was just such a class act at the time. I think it was something like, great meeting you, uh, you're very beautiful, maybe we can go out sometime, buy you some drinks, sit on my face. I mean, it was just, it was ter- <laughs> whatever it was, I was just in a place. And as I'm doing this, I'm signing the bill, and then I feel this big hand clamp on my back. Mm. And I turn around, and it's that gentleman, right? And he goes, hey, what's up? And I go, uh, not much. What's up with you? He goes, yeah, I got a question for you. He holds up the phone, and I can see my texts that are like, hey, you're beautiful. Hey, whatever. Please sit on my face. And he's like, is that you texting my girl? And I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. let's just pump the brakes here. I'm like, she told me she was single, and she gave me that number. And clearly, for good reason, I just, you know, you're with someone who gives gives away their number maybe you should go talk to them and figure that out right i'm trying to i'm trying to doctor fill the situation so he goes he's just like oh man f this fuck me right so he he runs away so i'm like okay cool adam's out of here right because <laughs> there's one thing i've learned from doctors growing up i have a body built for reading so well, um, that. Yeah. all right i'm headed out right i get to the car just as i open up the door it's like a scene from a movie the emergency exit bursts open it's the dude right and he's like where the fuck are you going i'm like hey i'm sorry let's stand to let's stand to said she was single she said she was single i get into the car i pull away he just like hits the roof of it i drive off i'm like holy that was close now you would think at this point in my life i might start thinking okay maybe i should reevaluate some choices or decisions uh again that's how this show came up right so i drive off i get home of course i get a giant thing of jack in the box and um <laughs> i get a text from the mexican milf and she's like hey like where'd you go i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry this gentleman and I had some words. Uh, things aren't going well. I don't think I can go by this bar anymore. And she's like, you just left me? You asked someone out? I'm like, well, you know, we weren't dating. Uh, again, happy 21st to your daughter, and uh, I wish you all the best. <laughs> this guy calls me up at, like, 1.30 in the morning from a blocked number because mm-hmm. he wants to sound tough. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just like, hey, is this Adam? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, you mess with the wrong uses a word I will never say. And I go, eh, it's, that's not a good word to say, buddy. And I don't think you should be owning that one either. Um, as Jerry Seinfeld once said, uh, I don't see the joy in it, nor do I seek it. Um, and he just tells me all the terrible things you know he's going to do. And I'm like, dude, you're with a girl who doesn't care about you. I'm so sorry, but I'm glad that I could bring this to you. He said some more things. And uh, you know, after that, I blocked that number. But um, yeah, I was just thinking about it today because I was, I, was, uh, I was stuck in traffic coming here there had been an accident and I, it was completely out of my control and i was freaking out for like the first 10 15 minutes and then finally i just was like all right i gotta accept this right now i gotta embrace this path but then i was trying to think when's the last time i seriously felt this out of control 
in my life with certain variables. And uh, I thought of that story. And uh, I guess I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm definitely a, a, a fan of yours. And I, I just wanted to throw something your way. So <laughs> You almost died. Uh, I almost died. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know what would have happened. He would have killed you. Yeah, he might sure. have killed Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean. You were going to die. He was, yeah. I think it, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Was he also, like, was he Mexican or was he? Just Mexican, I believe. Yeah. It's a big guy. Yeah. Yeah. He gave me that look, yeah. He looks like he'd been in some fights. Yeah, he's going to beat you up. I mean, I'm a freaking, I'm a hand model, Jasmine. I have to well, be careful. Yeah, I literally, you do. I'm living the George Costanza life. Do you understand? <laughs> I, was, I was meant for minimal manual yeah, labor. reading and reading. touching things. Yes. I, you know, I'm very good with massages. I would yeah, say like I believe I, it. You I have figured, those hands. Thank you. Yeah. And, and that spirit. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> so, in the realm of bad dates topics, uh, first off, I want to say, do, do you have any dates from Cleveland that you want to share? Because we're... From Cleveland, we have to shout out the love here. Yeah. Anything uh, from Cleveland, or do you want to go into L.A.? We can, and we can do both. We can do both. Uh, I, I think, I think, I think I got roofied once on a on a date in Cleveland. No. I think I did. Like, I think I got soft roofied. Like, I didn't pass soft out. <laughs> but I know, like, you know how you know your tolerance? Yes. For alcohol and stuff. So I was under 21. I was in this wine bar on Coventry with oh, this guy. Oh, Coventry, look at you. Did yeah. you go by Big Fun before the night? No, I did not go by Big Fun. Uh, yeah, so me and this guy, he, had, he, he was over 21. I was like 19 or I don't know. We went to California Pizza Kitchen. He was a real awkward, like, nerdy dude. Yeah. But he was like, he was going to buy me something to eat. And I was like, all right, whatever. Uh, so we went to the wine bar and we sat down and I couldn't go to the bar, obviously, because I'm not sure. 21. Mm-hmm. So I was like, OK, give me a wine, something good. Oh, I don't boy. know. This is the first time you had met this guy? No, no, no. I've known him. So you knew him for a but while. But we never like hung out. OK. I met him. He used to come to my job and watch movies. Uh, yeah. What but, was your job? Uh, I worked at uh, Valley View. Oh, nice. Movie theater. Yeah, yeah. Valley View Movie Theater. Is that the one with the there. spotlight? Downtown? Am I thinking about that? No, it's not downtown. It's in not, Valley View. Not Valley View. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell that I geographically don't know yeah. squat? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there, but there's a spotlight, right? I'm thinking of Valley, the Valley View movie theater. Am I thinking it doesn't of have Valley? a spotlight. Spotlight? No. I don't think so. Did I grow up in Cleveland? What's I don't know. On? Yeah. But yeah, he took me to a wine bar. He got. I said, don't roof me. And he said, okay. So I thought he would. as a joke. Yeah, I was serious. Because if somebody was like, <laughs> if somebody's like, I would never roofie you, I'm like, okay, well, you would, because you're being too serious. Sure. Yeah. Usually, if you have to say something, that yeah. means it's because you're trying to convince yourself that you don't do it. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So he brings back the wine, and I'm like taking sips, and I feel like my head is tripping. I'm like, here, you drink it. And he was drinking it. He was a, he oh, was he was a, drinking it. Yeah, he was a big guy. He was like six feet. Okay. You need like two roofies to take out a six foot guy, yeah. right? This was probably the guy that traced me out and chased me outside of Palomino's. It was, might be the same guy. He was black. Oh, but, I don't know. You know. <laughs> Wasn't him. <laughs> yeah, so he uh I'm drinking the wine and I was like, I can't I can't drink anymore because I felt like I was about to pass out. I was like, here you drink. He's drinking it and he started acting weird. Yeah. I was like, okay, just take me home. And then uh he played Michael Jackson, all of it, even the songs we don't like. He played it all the way home. <laughs> And I was sitting there partially roofied. I was like, I'm never going out with that dude ever again. No way. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I got roofied. I'm not even kidding. Because, like, if you take a couple of But he did the roofie, sips, but then he drank from the same glass himself. Yeah, but a roofie to take me out 100 pounds is not, you know. Right. That's nothing. You don't need as much yeah. to take me out. 
Yeah, he's like two, that's true. Two hundred and fifty pounds, oh, six yeah. four, whatever. Oh, that's nothing. So yeah, he was, but he started acting funny. Like he had his oh. wine, and then he and he was just like, yeah. But I was like, take me home. Did you have people waiting for you? No. Did you have a system? Did you have like? No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, my my dad would always tell me, don't take drinks from anybody. But how else was I going to get the wine? I wasn't old enough. Yeah, if you're not twenty one, yeah, I can't get it. If we can't trust the people who are illegally getting us alcohol, right? Then what are we doing with our lives? Exactly. Thank you. I think that was in other dates. Like guys don't pay, and like their cards don't go through. Really? Like a teenager or something. Yeah. Wait, guys haven't their cards don't go through. Not with other guys have been on dates with. I just meant my cards didn't go through. Yeah. This is yeah. usually the part where my fiance would go, Is this when you used to date guys? I'm like, No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> there it is. That's uh, the audience. Yeah, this one when I was in high school, this guy, we had went out and his car wouldn't go through at all. And so I was like, Okay, I'll pay for it, whatever. And then we were supposed to go to the movies next and he was like, Yeah, my mom won't let me and I was like, All right, well, you're too young for me. <laughs> Wait, and uh, I couldn't buy this car. And also, I wanted a PS4, but that wasn't happening right, right now. Yeah, so. Just kind of gives you a grocery list of things you can pay for. Yeah. It's funny. A couple guests, uh, female guests, have talked about how they just paid for stuff on dates. I do, but I have to like you. Okay. I'm not. I'm never paying for the first date. If right. we go out, that's never happening. You yeah. don't have to pay. Right. But if you ask me out and you don't pay... Then we're probably not going to go out again because that's rude. Won't that take out the romance, though, if I didn't pay if I asked you out? Yeah. If I say, hey, I want to go out, right. I should have them the money to take care right. of that. I don't expect anybody to pay. I always bring my own money if I have it. Look at you. Uh, but if I don't have money, you want to take me out, I'll let you know. I'm, I'm not paying for it because I don't, I, don't, I don't have any money. And then you will pay. But if you don't pay, if, if you don't want to pay, I'd rather it be a conversation like, hey, how do you want to do this? Versus, oh, yeah, it's separate. I don't like that. Right. That's rude. And that is well, awkward. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, so. If you don't even want to join in on, like, the joint bill. Yeah. 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 Or with, like, guys actually running, like, I'm not paying. It's like, well, I'm not going. Great. Okay? <laughs> I'm not going. If you're going to tell me that. Hey, want to go out? I'm not paying. And uh, by the way, no. if I could borrow $80, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> are we going to have sex? Probably not. <laughs> Why not? And those, those type of dates are, like. They're never good when the person's like, I'm not paying because you, you just believe that you asked me out. What do you mean? And I'm, de- I'm never paying for a man on the first date. That's right. never going to happen. No. No, because then you, you, it's certain things that you can't do with men because then they would treat you accordingly. Oh, interesting. So you paying on the first date is like, oh, I can get whatever I want from her. Oh. I'm not doing that. So you will pay and you will continue to pay until I feel like I like you enough to pay. Which is probably won't happen. Listen to that. Yeah. I want these rules written down. No, I'll, seriously. I want to read them at the show. Yeah. I feel like they're good. I feel like I'm learning. I think I've only paid for one one or two men on dates. Okay. But we were like serious, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's good? Yeah. Any uh, Anything long-term out here? Since you've come to L.A., have you noticed? Has it just... Obviously, I mean, you got half roofing in Cleveland, so we're not really starting with a great jumping off point. Usually, most people say, I met people back home that I could have married or different stuff. Uh, you started right off the bat with, I think I was roofied. Not sure. This guy started acting funny. Other dudes wanted to borrow money. So um, I don't know where do we go from here in Los Angeles, but what has the dating scene been like for you as opposed to like Cleveland? Um, the men, I think the men in Cleveland are better there we about go. dating in general. Like they, they have some sort of respect for you. Sure. And these guys out here, regardless of if they're from L.A. or they've been here for a while, they start acting what you think people in L.A. act. Like men out here suck. Ooh. Like they're complete garbage. They're like... 
uh, there we go. Yeah, they, get to, they, why, why? They want to be Pull chased. Yeah, they oh, want to be. They want you to chase them. Like, okay, no, I'm not doing that. They want you. Everybody is a bad texter. Everybody, I, I don't text back. I'm not chasing you, okay? I'm not going to chase you. I hate the I not hate text that. back thing. Don't Especially text when you've just been texting a bunch. Yeah. And then you text something important, and then they kind of just don't say anything. Yeah. And then, like, a week later, they'll text you back and go, oh, hey, I need something now. And you go, what the? No. no. I, I hate it. Or, like, they're either gay or they don't like black women. Mm-hmm. And those are those are the breaks here in those L.A. Are, yeah. Geez. Yeah. And they're like, or they want something from you. They think... You know, you they found. I had a guy that I met on Hinged, and I deleted it shortly after Hinged. that. I never met him in person, but he was cute, and that's that doesn't really do anything for me. He was nice, and then he started texting me. He found out I was a comedian, okay, and then was telling me how he wanted to do comedy. Then called me and oh proceeded boy. to do his opening joke, so that you could like put in a good word for I him guess. somewhere. Then he told me that that was his joke. He wanted me to rate it. I rated it a three because it was very hack. And then he said ten. Yes. Okay. And then he was like, uh, I'm going to call 60 people, and if I get half of them to laugh, I'm going to go do my first set. So he kept texting me that night, I got 40 people. I got 50 people. I think I can get 75. I was like, oh, my God, I can't take it. So there are guys in L.A., and then there's just the creepy comics who He wasn't a comedian, you, He though. wasn't even a comic. No, he was just, he was just a guy. Like when they, You know, uh, guys, some guys feel like they have to outdo you. Sure. When you are... Well, because they're not feeling comfortable having yeah. a woman succeed during yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So then they're like, oh, I, okay, now I have to do this to show you that I'm better than you. And I oh, don't like that. It's, no. Why can't I just have my thing and you have your thing? Because you're not going to be better than me. We just go. No. Especially if you just starting. You're not going to be better than me. Let's just, be honest right now. I feel very much, um, <laughs> I can sense the force around you. You're very strong. It's yeah. like a, it's definitely like a Thank Yoda you. level. So um, I could never compete for the life of me, uh, which I've already taken into consideration. So um, I hate it. I hate the, oh, I'm funnier than you. And I think that's like a flirt. Like, please do not disrespect yeah. my career. Like. That's, that's not attractive. That's literally like trying to take out Martha Stewart and saying, by the way, I think I can bake a cake better than right. you. Right. Why don't you bake something right now? I'm going to out-bake you. That's you so odd. Really? Like, do you want... Why? Did you want to go do you, out? Do you want me? Do you... Yeah. Like, do you want to make me feel like shit? You, I'm trying to figure... You think I'm supposed to sleep with you now that you didn't tell me that... That's great. Your career that you've been working so hard on... Yes, is for the last five me minutes. Me and somebody who ain't never did anything in this career is going to outdo you. I hate that. And they oh. all do that, or they like they find out about the videos. They're like, "Oh yeah, if you ever need help, I'm trying. You know, I'm trying to get into acting. Oh so, sure, you know what I'm saying. If yeah. you ever need, I don't need you. I don't, first, right. I don't need you. No, you're doing everything great by yourself. Right. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. They might need something. Are you trying to sleep with me? Or are you trying to <laughs> network? Oh. Is what I'm trying to figure out. So it's Sometimes a lot of that, that can be hard. It's annoying. Everybody wants something. So there's um there's a uh, producer Linda Obst who's mm-hmm. done ton of stuff and you worked with you know Spielberg and uh, she has a book called um, Hello He Lied Mm -hmm. which is just talking about uh, females working in the business but the hardest differentiation to be able to tell when a guy asks you out is this a date date Mm -hmm. or does this end up just being a networking what can I do for you date If if they ask too much about me and I feel like I'm on an interview I know what they're here for interesting and I try not to I've been trying not to tell people who I am, but then you have to weed out those people. You have to tell somebody who you are up front because sure. when they found out later, they may start acting funny and you may miss it versus you can say it now and like, oh, now you're going to act with from this information that you know. You're going to act accordingly. Absolutely. So 
Yeah, it is. It is hard to know, That's but gonna be I always feel like I'm on an interview when I when I go on dates with guys. It's yeah. always so. Who'd you open up for? Have you met Kevin Hart? So what do you want to do? So when did you start? How did you know? So okay, like that can like we talk so about like high too. school? Can right. we talk about like we talk sports? about life? Come can we on, talk man. About anything else? Every every date that I've been on since I think I started doing comedy. Like when I was twenty. So for yeah. the last four years, every date I've been on with a guy has felt like an interview. Even in Cleveland. Even in Cleveland. Because people in Cleveland know me. All of my fo- most of my followers are from Cleveland. Does this interview feel more like a date right now? Kind of. Interesting. Yeah, we just need a little flower. Yeah, I just yeah. need here. I'm gonna <laughs> just this is hint water. It's lemon. Yeah. Our show's not sponsored by Hint Water, but it's okay. Um, yeah. I'm gonna put that right there. It's real just romantic. Like it's a Voss of, it's so romantic now. Yeah, right. I hope your wife is okay with this. Oh, it's fiance. We're not married. Yet. Oh, okay. No, well. I'm kidding. No, she's very okay with this. <laughs> She'll be like, take him. Good luck. <laughs> um no no no, she's a sweetie. Uh okay, so it's been crazy then. Anything then anything serious actually happened or developed or has it literally just been bad it's dates, guys been, trying to network with you uh, every five seconds? I haven't gone out with a lot of guys, but I've noticed that the guys that I've been out with have sucked so bad. Like really? one one guy was like and nothing against skinny people, but he was so tiny. And sure. He, yeah, he was tall. Well, you than need me. to feel, I think, a little protected. Yeah. I think that just goes back to a little subconscious, like caveman stuff. Yeah. Just a little bit. And I work out. Right. You can't be like. You're fit. Come on. You know what you're Hello. doing. Right. It was, and he had these gums. Oh, these boy. gums that were like, you know how people got puffy gums. Oh yeah. So it's like you don't brush your teeth properly. Oh, so no. when I would talk to him, I couldn't stop staring at him. Like, oh, you got gingivitis, and I can't. I can't. Oh, uh. gingivitis. <laughs> I just, you know, that puffy gum. You got to take care of this just stuff. Just all of the gums. Just yeah. puffy. Just puffy. No, this is a direct reflection of what else is going yeah, on inside like, of us. Come on, man. You right? see my teeth? You can't be out here with puffy gums. Your teeth, are... <laughs> <laughs> Your teeth are absolutely amazing. Thank you. Uh, braces. You know, braces, dude. I had braces for like three and a half That's years. That's too long. I had a year and a half. Oh, my God. Yeah, shout really? out to Dr. Cates. Oh, yeah. Dr. Cates. Yeah, do you know him? Um, I don't know Dr. Cates. Yeah. I had Dr. Goodrich. I don't know who that is. I think um, my, where was that at? Uh, he was okay. in Solon. It was right down the street from the Burger King. Okay. I don't know where that is. And I, I went remember. to... Dr. Cates was in Aurora. Oh, Aurora. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do remember our claim to fame in Solon, uh, where I grew up. The high school was uh, Solon Comets. Uh, but Solon had the only McDonald's without a drive through Really? The entire country would converge on this McDonald's <sighs> to park and eat. And this McDonald's drive through nay, they didn't need it. They 86'd it. And I think it was something about zoning and something about cars getting mm-hmm. all there. But they kept saying, we don't need it. And then finally they shut down that McDonald's. Well, see. They see killed what happens? it. They gutted it. Yeah. That's a huge part of my childhood. <laughs> is there anything from back home that you can't? Oh, there it is. Yeah. He's good. It's something like He's that. So now. for our listeners right now, uh, we're looking at the screen. Sometimes we uh, Jeff will pop things up on uh Instagram here for us. Um, I'm just talking about uh, McDonald's for a little bit. Clearly stimulating conversation. Yeah, but uh, he's a good doctor. He's a good orthodontist. I've only seen him like maybe three times in a year and a half. I had braces. Oh, there's your guy. Okay, he, so that's your orthodontist. Yeah. Yes, that's your showing. Everything us. that I've done, like major, like medical type things. Like yeah. my brain surgeon was black, and my orthodontist was black. Nice. That's cool. Man, so you had brain surgery. Yeah. So both it was it your. It's going in, I feel like when they go in, is it both brain, skull, and spine? Are they looking at everything at once? Mm-hmm. So they shave a piece, like shave down the, the, the spine a little bit? Yeah. Right? And they open up 
something in the skull, and then they take a piece of the five layers of skin, the dura patch, to put it over the opening in the brain. So they have to create a bigger uh, space. Yeah. And they take, like, a piece of the spine out. It hurt. Jeez. Yeah. I feel like you could do a movie about this. Probably. We're working on it. Yeah, the last movie... Yeah. which I think featured Chiari uh, Malformation, was the Eric Stoltz share movie called Mask. Not The Mask with Jim Carrey. Never but from the it. 80s. So it was about this guy. They put, um, it was like, they put uh, makeup and stuff. It was about how he had been diagnosed as a baby. Mm-hmm. And basically his skull, I think it was based on a real thing, it was like Elephant Man. His skull kept mm-hmm. growing oh. past with his brain. They never had surgery. They didn't have any of this you know, new technology yeah. stuff. Um, Eric Stoltz, the guy who looks like Jesus in Pulp Fiction. Remember, like, prank caller, prank caller. That's him. I need to see this. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Uh, You know, Cher. It's wonderful. Just some 80s movies. All right. Do that and watch a little Roadhouse, too. Okay. You you need to do, like, a bad movie night. I think that's on Hulu right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Roadhouse. I introduced that to Amy a couple weeks ago. We were watching it, and she was like, literally, this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I think we've been uh, re-watching movies from, like, black classics from... uh, Oh, there we go. (sighs) Some of those are... Bad man. <laughs> yeah. Also, too, I'm amazed how many. Yeah, there it is. Oh, okay. So that's Eric Stoltz that for our viewers right now. Uh, people so with Chiari don't look like that at all. Maybe it's different. Did I get it wrong? It I probably. It was, it was something it's where it's not the front; it's the back. It's not the front; it's the back. Yeah. Mm, all right. Well, clearly, uh, I suck as a doctor. That's okay. Um, that's all right. I you hope know. You, I hope you trust in me. People get misdiagnosed all the time. So, <laughs> Yes. Also, brain surgery. Knowing that brain surgery sucks with dating too, because uh, people don't understand. So they like some people like I say about it. Like okay, I they were like oh we could play basketball because that's a thing that everybody says. It's like oh I have restrictions. I have to get cleared. Why brain surgery? And like oh then some people want to know too much, and then some people like completely just disregard it. Like this guy that I was talking to for a little while, he knew everything about the surgery what I was going through and I would get headaches a lot. Like, so I would like yeah. have to lay down sure. and he was trying to sleep with me. Oh, and I'm boy. like, I'm telling you, I have a headache. I can't do that right now. When someone has so a... much pain and it's a, it's not a migraine. It's a yeah. totally different. This headache. is literally your brain is pressing. Uh, it's pressing against the back of your skull and is going down right. into your spine. Right. Come on, the man. spine, which is connected to all the nerves in the body. Right. So all the ner- it's like nerve pain. Oh my God. Nerve it was pain. like so it, much it must nerve shoot pain throughout everywhere. Yeah, it shoots everywhere. So it's like in your eyes and like in your entire face. So as this yeah. brain splitting pain yeah. is going through, He's guys are like, to, hey, yeah. you want to sleep with me? Also, yeah. hey, let me tell you some jokes. That too. Yeah. Let me uh, Gosh. lick your nipple. Uh, let me lick your nipple? Yeah. I was like, could you please take me home? Then wow. he plays his music so loud. And I'm like, yo, I have the word. And then on top of the headache, your body shuts down. So it's like the fatigue. Like you can literally feel like what it would feel like if a balloon just like you just let a balloon go yeah it's just like that's how it feels so it's like all the energy is just draining out your body you're just sitting there like a vegetable no that way. happens so often i hate that Do you, yeah does that happen a lot of times has it ever happened before you get ready to go on stage yes before and you're, the only like, thing that works is if i take a shot really so it counters or like take a drink it counters whatever i'm feeling wow but it doesn't fix it but it's like okay i'd rather feel buzz than right this Yes, yeah. it's completely dead. Then you're probably then... I had to drink a beer in my last show 
uh, I did a show on Friday. Yeah. Because I was sitting down and my energy was draining right before he brought me on stage. And I hate beer. It was the, it was the worst beer I ever drank in my life. I had to drink half a beer oh, yeah? just so I can have the energy to get on stage. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it sucks. I'm sorry. Now I got to drink a beer before I sleep with somebody, too. So I got energy. <laughs> drink a beer to go on stage. Drink a beer to sleep together. I, I hope you didn't have to have a beer today. I hope this no, has just been a, a pleasant no, conversation been, so far. It's been good. It's been good. Before you, A little bit before you got here, I could feel like the shutdown a little oh, no. bit. So I okay. try not to think about it. Oh, so, gotcha. You know. Yeah, I'm good, though. You're good. No, no, yeah. no. You're great. I'm not going to pass out. So, yeah. Hey, if you pass out, I'll catch you. Okay, that's good. It's okay. I don't know how. I'm stressed. This way. I'm fast. Okay. I'm lightning fast. I, I believe you. Really? You have those hands. Five foot seven and a half. Yeah. Hands like grease lightning. I have no idea. It's just like two. <laughs> so uh, now in this part of the show, um, there are some cards okay. in front of you. And ladies and gentlemen, this is a little game called Red Flags. And what Jasmine and I are about to do is we're going to read each of the supposed red flags that okay. you would have in dating someone. Mm-hmm. Read them aloud. And then pick the one that is your absolute bugaboo. The one that you're like, this is the deal breaker. This is no way. You could put up with everything else, but you can't put up with this one. Okay. And when you're ready, All feel right. free to read them aloud to our audience. And Okay, this is funny. Uh, this one is literally has the face of a pug. Oh, boy. Oh, God. This one is, is on every fat diet at the same time. That's nice. That's Ca- very L.A. <laughs> Calls their pets their children. Oh, people do that. And static shocks you every time you touch. That can be I feel like fun. this is a lot of stuff for, that women would do besides really? the face of a pug. Face of a pug. Yeah. Um... Man, probably the face of a pug. I don't want to be face of a pug? thinking about a dog. Couldn't do it? No. Are you a dog person or a cat I person? I am, but yeah. I don't like pugs. They're ugly. It's a little, yeah. They're not ugly. In, they're not cute in an ugly way or ugly in a cute way. They're ugly. Cute and ugly way or ugly in a cute Whatever way. Whatever people like, say, yeah, they're like the ugly and they have breathing problems. They do. Yeah. I heard they snore. They do. It's pretty bad. And they slop. They're That's gross. too bad. So the pug face. Yeah, can't pug do face it. would do it for you. Yeah, cannot do that. Got it? Yep. Well, at least you're honest. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go to this uh, reading my cards now. Is allergic to all of your favorite foods. <laughs> that sounds like a bonus and they can't eat my stuff. <laughs> my fiance is allergic to pumpkin and uh, she hates bacon. She doesn't eat pork. So literally anytime <laughs> if I want to go out, if I want to make, if I want to ensure, I'll get cheese fries with bacon on them. <laughs> I'll order pumpkin <laughs> cheesecake. Just like certain things, That's and she'll be evil. like, "Wait, what, what did you order? Did you get the pasta?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's the pasta with the oh, pumpkin sauce. I'm so, the pumpkin risotto. What did I do?" She's like, "Great, you did that on purpose." I'm like, "I didn't do that on purpose." Uh, says like, like all the time. Like, interesting. That's annoying. Like that can be. Uh, begins every sentence with actually. Sounds a little pretentious, douchebaggy. Yeah. Actually, Jasmine, uh, <laughs> to tell you the truth, actually. And then uh, always takes the joke three steps too far. Now, ironically, uh, Amy also does call me. Sometimes she'll say a joke. Yeah. And then she'll be like, yeah, this and this. And we're like, yeah, this and this. And then boom, boom, boom. She's like, oh, one too far car. One too far car. So I get like this, you know, sometimes like (laughs) if we're going to be like around a lot of family, she's like, hey, she's like, tonight, no one too far car. I'm like, hey. He's keeping it back. <laughs> so I do appreciate taking it uh, too far with jokes because screw it. They should be. Um, is allergic to all your favorite foods? Again, that's a plus. Begins every sentence with actually. Who cares? Actually? Actually, I love you. Actually, uh, I bought you a new car. Actually? 
My nephew did that when he was little. I hated it. Hated it? You hated it. Totally? Yeah. Find another word. Jeez. Actually, Jasmine, I would like a peanut butter and jelly. Actually, Jasmine, <laughs> uh, what I would like. Okay, and then it says like, like all the time. Like, 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 like. I'm going to go with like. Yeah. Because if you're saying it too much, I can't, right. can't do anything with it. Because like. Because <laughs> like, right? It's like that's irritating. Now we're both going to say like for like, the rest of the day. For the rest of the day. Uh, so let's talk to you. Uh, you have your uh, comedy special, Too Much Head. Yes. Which I have to admit, at first upon seeing the title, I thought it meant something else. Um, now I'm seeing it doesn't. It, it actually is, is a very, again, guys, I'm sorry. It's horribly Hollywood single, not uh, good intention uh, LA podcast. <laughs> so um, tell me about uh, just coming up with it, what you did. I loved all the intros together. I love like the way you just kind of put certain things together. Was that just everything over the last year that you've been doing uh, comedically? Um, give us the story on that. Yeah, that was, uh, I think that was on between maybe. I think I write it, started writing some of those jokes a little bit before surgery, but most of them after. Okay. Um, the he- the Too Much Head came up, Mina came up with that, best friend, comedian, nice. Mina, all the videos. She came up with that title because I was going to do Brain Damage, and then Sinbad has something like that. Oh. So Too Much Head was the next one in Sex Sales. Um, I wanted it to sound, I wanted it to, because no one understands, so I wanted people to understand and, you know, uh, I, the intro I did, like, all the shows, it took me, so me being introduced on all the shows that I've done to get these jokes. And in the middle, it breaks up with me forgetting jokes, because I do. Not on purpose. Yeah. I forget jokes. You just forget stuff. You have brain surgery, you forget. So Mina's there. Absolutely. Give me my set list, because I don't remember. And then uh, then the ending is like, okay, my goodbyes. And if you listen close, you can hear what people are saying. Like, oh, good job. Great job. So Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know. A little flow too. I wanted to feel like a, a story versus a. You ever was next joke? You know how this happens. In a, you know, you ever so I recorded it all. Like oh, I took the audio from shows that I did like on my phone, so the audio is inconsistent, but it's raw. Yeah, it's raw sound. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. It's it's very cool because I feel like a lot of people um, just sound like the guy who tried to go out with you and like just <laughs> trying to tell jokes to someone that they're trying to sleep with. Yeah. Um, instead of just actually getting something down on paper or like recording something or just getting out there, doing stuff, right, and then getting it out there for people to see. Yeah. And that's why I, I I absolutely I think your hustle game is through the roof. Thank you. Because you you seem like you're everywhere and you seem like you're doing everything. Mm-hmm. And I think why I respect the hell out of you is you did it while getting diagnosed with a condition that absolutely sucks that makes it impossible sometimes to remember things. And what do we need for comedy? Yes, a memory. Yeah. So the fact that you're going out there on this tightrope that doesn't even have like a net but instead has like just giant blades and things sticking out of it for you to fall upon and you're mm-hmm. doing that each time mm-hmm. um i think you're just absolutely fearless well, and I, I feel like I, I was watching your stuff i was talking other people uh who i've had on the show were talking about you and how amazing you are Aww. and so i started looking up and researching stuff and there was something i don't want to sound cliche because this is supposed to be just a bad dating show okay uh, but there's something really just cool and inspirational about that which mm-hmm. i think a lot of people just they get hung up on oh i can't do this this isn't going well today i'm like you just had like surgery on your spying your brain and you're getting up there and you're kicking ass yeah there's literally no excuse to not be doing anything in the city i was i was back on stage i still had staples in my head 
Wow. So it was like, and people would ask Staples me. Staples in my head. That could be the name of your next album. <laughs> people would ask me, and they're like, did you really have brain surgery? And I would turn around like, do you, you think I just put those You think you're going to make that up? You think I made that up? You think you make that up for yeah. your gimmick? Literal staples in my head. I can't even move my neck, and I'm on stage. And people were like, oh, Genius. so you're serious? That's yeah, nice. so, yeah, people, a lot of people make excuses for themselves, but, uh, man, I could have died. So I was like, well, let's put something out. Jeez. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to die, but you, you weren't know, going to die. You know, you but have surgery, you could. Right. So you have surgery, you go under. Stuff happens. Yeah. People die all the time. I hear that. Yeah. Absolutely. Could have died. Could have died. Next. The name of your next Could have died. <laughs> Staples in the head and could have died. died. Uh, uh, this is my next two. By. Uh, <laughs> didn't die. Didn't my last die. one. Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, so tell us, uh, do you have any uh, upcoming shows, any places that we can regularly catch you? Obviously on Instagram, your videos are everywhere. Let's check you out on YouTube. Um, yeah, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Jasmine Carter, J-A-S-M-Y-N. I don't know what shows because L.A., they give it you a hard time. It could change any time. Yeah, so I don't have anything coming up shows. Why? Oh, we're going to be at Tommy T's tomorrow, right? Yep. Tommy, Tommy T's in Pleasanton, California. Pleasanton, California. 8 p.m. It's a uh, little contest. So people nice. going to be singing and doing poetry. Look at you. It's perfect for comedy. Maybe I'll come do some poetry. It's great. We're, we're driving. So. I'll do some freestyle. Six and a half hours. Oh, six and a half yeah, hours. Yeah, because the grind, you know. Oh, it's the grind. The grind. Look at you. You know. You're a machine. I'm trying. You're a machine. I'm not going to make it, but. <laughs> You're going to make it. <laughs> Next No, special. honestly, I, I'm really glad I'm getting this interview with you now because I feel like in another year or two, I, I oh, won't be able to. I won't be able to. No, no, I'll come back. You I'm, come back? It's over with for these people, though. It's so, a- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you have guys who've been trying to network with you, other things, and uh, the one guy who kept trying to, has to lick your nipple while yeah. you're going through one of the worst Headaches, headaches ever. in your life. Was yeah. that pretty much bottom rung for you? L.A. dating, uh, just about, and constantly chasing people, trying to people trying to ch- get you to chase them, getting I ghosted. Like, yeah. I got ghosted so much being in L.A. <gasps> what is up with the ghosting? I don't know. It's not like I'm not cute. I'm no. amazing. You're like a new puppy. Okay, I see? mean, please, amazing, beautiful. No. Thank Plus, you. Yeah, you're no, you're amazing. You're yeah. funny. Yeah, got everything cute. going on. I'm young, cute, have a great body. Yeah, great body. Hello, right? Yeah, we're we're just saying stuff. We're here. just saying things. Right? I, I'm, I, I can I, cook I, too. I'm a, you can cook. I can cook. That's your favorite thing to cook. I don't know. What do you like for me to cook? She's talking to someone on off air right now. Does your, does your best friend Mina? Yeah, goes we, with you everywhere. Yeah, we live together. So oh, gotcha. I, I cook for her. So she, oh, yeah, nice, good cook. She's a great cook. Alfredo sauce yeah. from scratch. And I make her pancakes. I grew up as a fat kid, so you know when you say like Alfredo sauce <laughs> from scratch, I start really thinking good. I'm like really oh, yeah from scratch. We don't, we don't use no cans over here. No, no, no there's no cans. Mm-mm. I don't think so. Everything from scratch. Basically. Well, I use the Aunt Jemima pancake mix, but is there any other way to make pancakes? No, I mean, there's a couple other. I think no. you have to do other stuff, but Aunt Jemima, yeah. Yeah, Aunt Make Jemima. them thick. I do mine really I thick. I do mine like kind of crispy. Like oh, that edge. Oh, look at you. So good. Just a little like dark brown burned. Like, no, just no, no, a, no. Just on the edge. Just on the, the edge. edge. Yeah, it's kind of like kind of fried in the oil, kind yeah. of a little bit, but it's good. But it's good. Olive oil. Yeah. Olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and lastly, uh, do you want to leave our viewers, our listeners? Uh, once again, guys, find us on Apple Podcasts or on YouTube, and be sure to check out the show today with Jasmine Carter. Um, any advice that you would give yourself? Let's just say if you were going to go back to being like fresh off of eighteen, almost getting half roofied, uh, uh. roofied here, coming out to LA. <laughs> any advice you give yourself or to um, women out there, maybe who are trying to crack into the business, do everything that they do, dealing with this same onslaught of just 
bottom rung, not worth it guys? Um, be patient and know your worth. Don't let nobody come in between you and your career. Like, it's not worth that. I had somebody, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Know your Just worth. know your worth. Know your worth. As a comedian and as a woman and as an entertainer and as a creator, as everything, as a human. Yeah. Yes. It goes for men, too. It goes for men, too. They don't know their worth. It took me a while to know my worth. Yeah. Yeah. You're more than just stuff. Thanks. I'm more than just these glasses. Yeah. I'm more than just... And those hands. And these hands. I see you for you. Thank you. (laughs) Some people can only see... No, I see past the hands. For our listeners right now, I'm holding up my hands in front of Jasmine. (laughs) She's saying, no, there's more to me to be seen. Well, uh, Jasmine, I want to thank you for stopping by today. Thanks for Uh, having me. for being absolutely hysterical, playing some games with us, and talking about bad dates in Los Angeles. Uh, Once again, where can they find you? On Instagram, YouTube, Jasmine Carter. Jasmine Carter, J-A-S-M-Y-N Carter. Awesome, guys. My name is Adam Carr. Once again, reminding you all, stay horrible, stay single. Hey, we don't judge.